0: To Make Share Grow, a podcast about art making and the creative process. I'm Julie Marriott, painter, mother, and lover of bold and joyful color. Come on into my studio. I hope what I share here about my art practice will inspire you in your own creative journey. Hello, friends. Here we are. This is the final episode of season three, and I took last week off of documenting all of the final steps leading up to my painting release so that I would have enough time to be able to actually do the release. So we are here. The collection is out in the world and is completely finished and all the final steps have been done and now I can catch you up on it. So I think where we left off was I was still finishing the last couple paintings. So I kind of at the last minute, like a week or two before the um, launch of my collection, I kind of on a whim started a 16th painting. I have had a big canvas sitting um, tucked away in my closet for years, and I have been looking for a reason to Paint this canvas for a long time and just never had quite the right project. It's a 36 by 36 canvas, so pretty big, three by three feet. And um, I thought this was the perfect time to paint this canvas. I was feeling on a roll with this collection. I loved how the pieces were turning out. And I thought, I'm just going to go even a step bigger and see how this way of working um, and this new sort of style I'm developing looks on the biggest canvas I've painted in a long time. And it turned out so good. I love this piece. Um, If you are looking for it later on, I'm going to link it. um, I'm going to link the whole collection page actually in the show notes, but it, this um, particular piece is called Following My Heart and Hands. And um, it felt so good to paint this big. It, it didn't feel intimidating at all because I had been kind of working up slowly in size, um, from the 24 by 36 canvases up to the 30 by 30 canvases and now just 36 by 36. So it all felt very gentle and not intimidating, but each one I put up, I kind of got used to the size. And then I'd look back at the other ones and be like, those are so little, so I feel like my perspective has totally changed on what is big and little in my painting practice now, which is funny. But um, yeah, it felt great to paint that big. And I absolutely love how um, how soft and how many um, sort of abstract areas of color and really quick gestural color layers I was able to leave in the painting. I feel like just you know, as you work on certain techniques over and over again, you just get better at them and things come more naturally. And I felt so comfortable doing kind of these passes of color and then just leaving them and maybe changing what I thought things were going to look like because really what was happening on the canvas was even better. And so anyway, I'm so proud of that big, big piece. So after I finished that final piece, I went back over all of the paintings that had been collecting since the very beginning of this collection. So 16 total paintings. So I revisited. Um, a lot of them were pretty much done. Um, I didn't have much to do with them because I feel like the further I got through the collection, I was able to navigate what finished felt like for these pieces much more than at the beginning. So I left more unfinished pieces at the beginning and then had more pretty much done pieces towards the end. So I revisited those beginning paintings and kind of brought them up to speed and added you know, some more clarifying sort of strokes to help things come into focus and kind of um, bring, bring focal points to the painting. I don't know how to ex- describe it exactly, but the surface of the painting was kind of developed uh, to the same point all the way across. And there needed to be where it was very, like very gestural and abstract everywhere. And there needed to be some moments of clarity and some moments of focus, especially on the flowers. That's how I like to do it. So your eye is drawn to the flowers first and they're kind of the focal points. So I went back and did that and I tried not to rework the paintings a ton. Like I really tried to just add a few defining details because what I'm finding, what I found as I looked at the whole collection, especially as I was photographing it for the final release and all of my website listings, was that there's such a neat progression and a neat kind of... um give and take in the collection of paintings that are more soft and gentle with like washes of color and the brush strokes are much more hazy. And then there are ones that are, are more, um, just some of them are much more distinct and bold in their mark making and other ones are much more soft and I love that I love the difference and that I think that is definitely progress for me where I think in the past I would have wanted things to be more uniform but I think like the story of this collection is definitely of how my my style has changed and evolved even through the creation from beginning to end of this collection because it's been three months of solid working on these pieces. And of course, I've been learning and getting more skill and refining and all of those things. And so I think it's really cool kind of seeing the different um, the different stages that I went through. And so I value that in those early paintings, kind of the more the a little bit more exuberant, unrefined, kind of exploratory brushstrokes, and i didn 't want to get rid of those. I love that about them, and so um yeah, I just just kind of brought a few areas to completion in those paintings and then went on and had my photo shoot so I have approached photos for my paintings. In different ways over my last collections, um, last couple of collections, I when I was painting smaller paintings early on in my um, in my painting practice, I would photograph them very simply, just on a white background, like a small canvas, just sitting. And then, as I've gone and progressed and tried to elevate the way that I'm presenting my work, I have done different things of ha- having paintings hanging on a wall sort of in a stage setting somewhere in a in my home or a friend's home or a relative's home um having them in frames when i photograph them i did one collection where half of the photos were of me holding the paintings because they were sort of that manageable size and then half of the photos were of them hanging on walls and i really like that i love i love having the human figure or having things in the photo that can really give a sense of the scale of the piece because even when you write this painting is 24 by 30. Like we generally have an idea, but having like hands in the picture with the painting is really nice. Um, and so I have done a bunch of different things. I, in my last collection, the garden grown collection, I styled my paintings with flowers, fresh flowers that I got from a friend's gorgeous garden. And I love that. I love because the, the story of that collection was very much about flowers growing in a garden space with birds um, visiting the flowers and kind of flying around in the paintings. And so um, that felt really appropriate for those. And so for this collection, the Rooted Deeply collection, the story of the collection is very much about me and my personal growth process and having this collection very closely tied to trying out new techniques and new materials and being exploratory and um, just just growing and having an adventure in my personal style and painting practice, and so I decided to keep the painting photos pretty simple, and um, I just had a a um, sort of a canvas drop cloth backdrop, and you'll see it if you go and look at the painting collection that I'll link in the show notes, but. Um, I love that the background uh, is kind of um, an imperfect background where it's a drop cloth with like wrinkles and some creases and, um, you know, light moving over it. And I staged it in my studio next to some really wonderful windows that have great light And then I had the painting sitting on my easel up against this backdrop, and I just loved how elegant and how simplistic the photos ended up being and very focused on the work, but then also giving some cues to sort of the creative story of the collection with them sitting on the easel and having this sort of drop cloth background. And then I took... Uh, photos of each of the paintings with my hands sort of by the canvas, sort of framing it in different ways. And um, I just really, really like how they turned out. I think it's really cool. I wanted to have my hands in there for scale, but then also it's sort of a nod to the story of the collection as well that, You know, my hands created all these things. I hope you can see, you know, the story of what my hands were learning and doing in these paintings. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I thought through the photos for the collection. I um, brought them all into Lightroom, like I was talking about in the last episode. And oh my gosh, you guys, after working in Lightroom for a while, I love this program so much. I've heard different people have different opinions. Some people don't like it very much, some people love it. Um, but I feel like I'm able to do in Lightroom what I've been doing in Photoshop much more easily because it's meant for bulk editing and so you can easily copy the edits that you make to one paint or to one photo and bring it over and then tweak them for the needs of the next photo and you can just lighten and darken areas so much more clearly and easily and seamlessly, oh, it's great. I could just, and I really have only scratched the surface of the program just for the needs of editing these these photos, but it's been great and I love it. I feel like just working on um, this collection in a higher, um, like shooting all in raw and editing in Lightroom has really shown in the quality of the collection photos, which I'm really, really proud of. After I was done photographing the paintings and was ready to start creating the website listings and sending out an email to my collector's list with a preview of the collection, I needed to name all of these paintings. So I have been um, having a running note on my phone. I think I've mentioned that before with sort of brainstorming um, collection name ideas and also painting names. And um, the the way that I like to name paintings is after I get the collection name figured out and um, I get to the end of the collection, I brainstorm a bunch of evocative names that feel like they belong together and kind of communicate the collection vibe. And then once I have narrowed down a list of names, then I assign names to individual paintings. And every once in a while, I'll come up with a name completely on its own while I'm painting a painting or right after I'm done with it. And I'll just be like, that's your name. And everything else has to work with it. It'll be fine. It'll go with the group. Um, But more often, I create a whole list of names and then kind of assign them as i'm looking at my all my images of the paintings and it's amazing how for some reason <laughs> it, the names work so well like they feel like they belong like once i kind of look over the list look over the pictures of the photo uh, the photos of the paintings the names just suddenly jump out and like belong to different paintings it's really cool so i had maybe 10 different names kind of on a list But then um, a couple nights before I needed to name the paintings, I woke up at 3.45 in the morning and my brain was like in that super creative half-asleep phase where you come up with all these great ideas. Um and I just started writing all of these names like all of these names just started flowing into my brain and I was typing away on my phone in the middle of the night and then the next morning I was a little afraid to look at the list cuz I was like oh I thought these were great ideas I hope none of them are terrible trash <laughs> And so actually most of them ended, ended up being great and ended up working their way into the collection. It was so funny how things like that happen. I just had this brainstorming session. And so, um, yeah, I polished them up. And then as I was sitting down and naming the paintings, I'll tweak some of the names. Like if something doesn't feel quite right about a title, I'll kind of change a word in it or, um, rewrite it somehow to help it fit better. But, um, Pretty much it was a simple process of assigning names to paintings, which felt really good. Yeah, after I named the paintings, then I sent out my preview email to my collector's list, which I like to do. That helps um, the people on my email list who are perhaps the most serious about buying the paintings. It gives them a little bit of time to think over What paintings are their favorites that they might want to try to scoop up really soon after the launch of the collection? And I share pricing and I share sizes um, with that preview to help everybody have the full information they need so that they know what they want to buy if they want to buy something. So I got that email out and then I designed my listings. And all of this, I just want to say, all of this for this collection has felt the most easy process out of all my collection launches and I feel like um, I feel like that's just come from practice and I've used the framework of my listings and I've used sort of the the process that I know I've done in these final like week and week and a half. For other ones having to do with like touching up the paintings, kind of the timeline for needing to finish paintings, how long I know it takes me to um, photograph things and edit things and make the website, but I didn't reinvent the wheel for any of these steps. I kind of just tweaked it to feel like it belonged with this with this collection, and it felt so relaxed and calm. And like the night before my collection release, I was done like in time to have like a glass of wine and sit and watch a movie and not be stressed out till 12 a.m., which felt amazing. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because I feel like, um, being that we want to always innovate and make things bigger and better, at least that's how I feel sometimes, but that can be exhausting and it doesn't always have to be bigger and better every time. You can take something that works and just adjust it slightly and use that format again and that worked really, really well for me this time. So yeah, I did all of those finishing details and then released it to uh, my email list the day of my release. Um an hour before I released it to the public. And I sold half of the collection in that first hour. And um, that felt amazing. I was pretty nervous, I think, being that this is new work. These are bigger sizes. I've adjusted my pricing. um, As I have, like with each collection, um, have become... I think, more confident in my work and in my style and in the value of my work. And so all of those things I felt like were just sort of unknown factors, but happened really, um, really well and was received really well by everyone. And I'm so thankful. And yeah, it feels great. It feels really, really good. So finishing this collection and having it out in the world feels really amazing and it's kind of leading me into thinking, what is next? And um, that reminds me of a question that I got uh, when I was inviting questions for the podcast. And one of them was asking if I would ever return to my previous style or if that would be hard or if I'm going to stick with this new painting style. And I think the answer is I'm going to be sticking with this new painting style, but I have no idea how it's going to, like what its next iteration is going to look like. And I think that's just the really fun thing about being an artist who embraces the process and really values the process and the personal growth that happens through creating collections of work. Um, I'm not... Worried about growth and change. Now, my growth and change often happens very slowly and gradually. I feel like with this collection, this was probably the biggest jump in style and in technique that I have made in my whole painting career. Um, But I think that often each new collection of work I make, something small changes. I make tweaks. I become more confident in certain techniques and expand upon them. So I really don't know what this next phase of art making is going to look like for me, but I know I am not going to stop with these wonderful sweeps of color with my Catalyst tool. I love my bristly brush and the textured marks it makes. And so I'm definitely going to be continuing on with that and we'll see where it takes me. I'm kind of curious what these techniques will look like on paper if I gessoed paper and then painted on it. Um, I've never gessoed paper before painting on it. I've always just painted straight up on the paper and so with like no primer. And so um, I'm kind of curious about that. So I might do a smaller scale series of paintings on paper. I don't know, no promises guys, because I love canvas. And now that I've done a big a large scale collection, I'm kind of curious what this would look like on a smaller scale. So we'll see. <sighs> so many ideas buzzing around in my head. But yeah, I think once you've kind of grown, it's it's hard to return to a previous way of working, although I totally can. And I and I've been inspired by artists that I listen to and learn from who may have various ways of working or various styles in like kind of under their artist umbrella that they're known for. And they will bounce between different looks and different ways of painting and different color, kind of distinct color palettes and styles. Um, And so I'm totally not beyond that. So we'll just see. We'll just see. But I'm really excited for the adventure that lays ahead of me and what will grow and change in my next body of work. So that wraps it up for season three of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for following along with me on this long journey. This has been such an amazing time to kind of think every week and get clarity around what's happening in my creative process much more than I think happens really cognizantly for me while I'm painting. I tend to think more and contemplate more after the fact and kind of look back at what's happening and I think it's been such a neat experience being able to think it through every week and document what has been going on so thank you for joining me every week and thank you for walking with me through the creation of this painting collection I hope this has been fun and inspiring for you and we will see what the future holds all right bye for now